Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we take a hauntingly hilarious trip from Transylvania to Hollywood. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings. Neither of us are feeling good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> the fall allergies are getting me. You're just gonna you're just gonna speak from your throat this whole time. Yes. <laughs> just right. Just ruin anyone who has headphones listening to this. Correct. Just ruin their whole day. I I, I put on a breathing strip for this so that hopefully my voice wouldn't yeah. be as grovelly. Uh, fall fall <laughs> fall hates me. I like fall. Fall's one of my favorite seasons, if not my favorite season. It's probably the best season, honestly. Um, but I am allergic to fall. <laughs> It does not like you, Micah. It doesn't like me. And the allergy medicine I took this morning has not fully taken effect yet. Yeah, I took some allergy medicine last night. I was like, ah, surely I'll feel better in the morning. And then I woke up and I was like all achy and... I slipped through two alarms for some reason. Man, I felt like I was going to throw up when I first got up. I was like, oh my goodness. This is... But anyway. So we're doing lovely. <laughs> we're doing... <laughs> we decided not to postpone <laughs> due to uh, feeling bad. <laughs> And we're going to talk about a movie today. Yeah, what are we talking about today, Remy? We're talking about uh, a little a little film that came out a couple of weeks ago. Maybe maybe last week, I don't remember. It's pretty, it pretty recent. Um, but it's Rob Zombie's new reboot of the classic TV series, The Monsters. Reboot? Although it's a, it's a movie, it's not like a TV show. I don't know about reboot. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's labeled a reboot. By who? By Netflix, so... Yeah. <laughs> Take that as I don't you will. Know about that. <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> a legacy prequel. Yeah, legacy prequel. That's a better term for it. But anyway, yes, the monsters, new one, Rob yeah. Zombie. This is our our first Rob Zombie movie. Ba- baby's first Rob Zombie. Not not even just on the podcast. This is this is our first one ever. Yeah, watching it again. Baby's first. <laughs> baby's first Rob Zombie. But then again, Rob Zombie's <laughs> movies are not exactly. Uh, the cleanest child friendly usually yeah no (laughs) um but anyway before we get into our actual thoughts on the monsters let's uh tell the folks what they need to know about it let's tell them all right so the monsters is a 2022 movie it is rated pg it's one hour and 49 minutes long it's a little description. Uh, this is incorrect. It says reboot of the monsters. Yeah, see, Netflix uh, isn't the only. Uh, they're not the only follow, one that followed a family of monsters who moves from Transylvania to an American suburb. There you go. Uh, I, mean, I still don't understand how it's a reboot. Are they gonna? Are they gonna do more? Because because I, I believe that it's a reboot. If they were gonna do like yeah, maybe more. if they maybe if they do like a new show or something with this cast, like sure. But at the moment, it seems more like a prequel to the show. Uh, it's cast for it features Sherry Moon Zombie. Heck yeah, um, she's pretty good. Jeff Daniel Phillips. Heck yeah, man. Uh, He's so good. Daniel Roebuck. Yeah. Richard Brake. Yep. George Garcia, absolutely. Sylvester McCoy, nice. Catherine Shell, I Shell? guess. Shell. Yeah, yeah. I would assume so. Yeah. And others. <laughs> and others. Directed by Rob Zombie and written by Rob Zombie, based on characters developed by Norm Liebman. Norm. Norm. <laughs> 
Hit him with another classic TV reference, Micah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, it's it's pretty basic stuff. I don't know. It's a, it's a very very simple movie. Very straightforward. Oh, oh, I'm yawning so much, but that's the monsters. It's <laughs> an aggressive yawn. Uh, but anyway, yeah, let's let's get, tell the people what we thought of it. And what did we think of it? So happy. Yes. What did you think of the monsters? The monsters. They're they're a they're a kooky group of uh, creatures, you know. Of, of <laughs> monster trimming. <laughs> exactly. Um, the, kooky, right? But I I assume are you... they mysterious and spooky? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the wrong group of monsters, unfortunately. Um, oh man, they have a much worse movie. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we haven't seen the. I haven't seen. The, I haven't the, seen the Barry. Uh, what am I thinking of? Barry. Something. I was about to say the movies that everybody actually likes. From them. You've just seen the Adams Family animated movie, which is a dumpster Ooh. fire. Yikes! Yeah, but anyway, the monsters. Yes, I liked it a lot. I thought it was uh, creative and had a lot of fun flourishes, and I really enjoyed the uh, comedic performances. I liked the cast a lot, especially the the main guy. Uh, who they had playing Herman? He's he's really fantastic in this, <laughs> like unexpectedly so. Um, I loved the makeup and the lighting, and you know it, it feels like a feels like an underdog movie. I want to root for it, you know. <laughs> you can tell it was very clearly made for kind of a low budget, um, yeah. but it, you know it has a has a certain like underdog charm to it, and I like it. I like that. <laughs> uh, I gave it a four out of five. Yeah, I'm, uh, I also I also really liked it. Um, I feel like it. I feel like it really works in capturing a lot of like that '60s TV show humor vibe in a yeah. really fun, unique way. Um, with like really, really interesting filmmaking. Uh, again, the sets and stuff are really fun. I love and, the like, sets. Yeah. Again, they feel cheap in a way, but they feel like really fun in their cheapness. Like I don't know. I never thought like that. The that the, the, the clear lack of production budget yeah really took away I, I feel like that increased how i feel towards the movie yeah um, no i could see that uh, i really love the cast i saw people complaining about the cast i don't understand really? like i especially i really loved lily i don't know why <laughs> but her performance was like this every line delivery i was like obsessed with the way she would deliver the lines i thought it was great you know it's funny because um, i i think lily was actually like my least favorite of the main cast no i loved the way she delivered her lines i thought it was great um, I mean, fair enough. But I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was really fun. It's not perfect by any means. No. I have some problems with it. But it's just so, like, I don't know. It's I, I'll say this before, like, as part of my little brief thing. <laughs> yeah. I, like, a, a couple nights ago, I was sitting around thinking after finishing Muppets Haunted Mansion, and I was thinking, man, I need, like, another, like, kind of, like, cheesy, fun Halloween, very, like, Halloween atmosphere feeling movie yeah i need i need another one and then we watched this and i was like hey, hey. this is this is that right um oh man it's it's delicious man uh so yeah it's great uh, why did you call it delicious where are you getting your where the are you atmosphere. getting your adjectives sometimes man especially on the podcast you'll be like it's simply delicious and i'm like what the heck are you talking about uh i gave it four out of five stars wow 
Nobody talks like that. Apparently, I talk like that, Micah. So you can't say no one. Just stop watching British TV. Oh gosh, the Br- <laughs> Luke's uh, influence has has made me watch more British stuff recently. It's affecting me. Yeah, you just said it's delicious. Delicious. I, I think so. It's saying something has delicious atmosphere is not that crazy. Ruby, that sounds very weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on to, to more discussion, to let's deeper discussion. Let's do it. To really get to the heart of the monsters. The heart of the monsters. So, we, uh, we, we open with shot one. <laughs> so, Ruby, what is the heart of the monsters? The heart of the monsters is uh, the goofball romance, you have to say, Micah. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a surprisingly compelling element to this movie. Like it's the main it's the main thing that drives all of the story, but like I mean, I was about to say the plot pretty much is the romance. Yeah. But I don't know, man. The the chemistry between the two leads is so so good and like all of the bits work so well. It's it's a it's inspiring really it's still still (laughs) hilarious to me because i was reading through reviews negative Mm -hmm. reviews specifically before we started this podcast just to see what people were like complaining about because this has got a pretty darn low average yeah it's got like a 2.6 or something like that and like 90 percent of the reviews were like the performances are terrible the chemistry between the leads doesn't work at all it's trash (laughs) and the bits don't work (laughs) dude the bits wouldn't work if they didn't play it completely straight which they do they they treat like the script with such respect for some reason <laughs> yeah that's actually i would say one of the things i appreciate most yeah. about this is is even though the humor is like it can be dumb it's dumb yeah and like weird and dated it can be like, kind of like irritating too sometimes yeah, like kind of loud like, i feel like it, i feel like it's aware that it's all that yeah and instead of being like modern where it would be like i don't know poking fun at it it like plays it as the joke b- while playing it seriously. Exactly. Which is which, like it plays the fact that the movie plays it seriously as the joke. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's like old sixties TV, you know. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like I, th- I think that's really. It doesn't feel like a modern. Like use of that kind of humor. It, no, it does not feel like a modern take on the monsters at all. Of course, again. <laughs> I don't know if we specified this. We've never seen the I've monsters. Never seen either. the monsters. Not a single episode. I had no idea. I didn't even know what the monsters was about. Didn't know who Herman Monster I didn't know was. Who Herman was. Didn't know who Lily Monster was. <laughs> didn't know who anybody was. I knew nothing about this. No, I didn't know anything I didn't about even, monsters. I, I fully thought by like the halfway point in this movie that the entire world was just monsters. I mean, which would still be fun, you know. <laughs> and then they went to Paris, and I was like, oh, there are just humans here, I guess. <laughs> And then they went to America, and I was like, oh, I guess it's just everywhere else. <laughs> but yeah, um, I say it's not a modern take on the monsters, but I, what I mean is, like, it's it doesn't feel like a modernized version of something old. It just feels like a love letter to something old, you know? Yeah. It does not, it never feels like it's, I don't know, like, it, just the way it pulls off its comedy yeah. is very impressive, even though its comedy is, like, quote-unquote, pretty lowbrow. <laughs> It's, I don't know. I, I can respect a movie that can do, like, a silly bit and just do it, like, well, you know? Yeah. So that's a good comedy in my eyes. Like, like I mean, if you if you don't enjoy the Count Orlock bit, <laughs> Dude. Uh, then it's not for you, I guess. <laughs> Count Orlock is one of the funniest things in this whole movie. <laughs> I did not realize how often he pops up later, and I was like, right. oh my gosh. He's, he's there so much. 
dude okay appreciation for him getting eaten like near the end of the movie like off screen it's so funny i love it man uh, no like this movie has really really fun comedic bits i think um okay so what i feel like we should ask questions or yes. do you have a question to start us off um sure yeah what it, uh i you mentioned that lily was one of your favorite performances uh so i was gonna ask like what did you think of like the central trio of performances so like herman lily and um the count the count yes uh i really liked all of the performances yeah like honestly i i really maybe maybe i maybe it's just people who have seen the show who maybe. are like this doesn't compare or something but I just don't understand not liking their performances. Even even Herman, like, just the moment he gets going, I find him really engaging to watch. He's like, so much fun. He's uh, got such a great physicality for this, like, yeah. entire thing. Like, again, like, take, like, the, like, the Clint Eastwood impression thing and, like, just the faces he makes throughout, even with a bunch of makeup on and stuff, right. is really great. Um, and I really liked his line performances. Though I will say, I do think his character, and this isn't on performance, this is yeah. on writing, I think his character gets kind of a lot less interesting in the second half of the movie. It does, for sure. He feels like he doesn't have much to do anymore. Yeah, he's like really engaging in like kind of the life of the movie in the first half. And then like as you move on to like the second half of it after they're married and everything, it starts, yeah, he's, he say, drops in plot relevance. I was about to say, in fact, my biggest problem with literally the entire movie <laughs> is the, like the plot after they get married. It's just really boring. <laughs> I mean, having it, I think honestly, having it just be like a straight up love story between Herman and Lily would have maybe been a better choice, but I do like the idea of like this being a prequel to the show and everything. Oh, yeah. So I, I could, I don't think the way I can they tie, I don't think the way they tied in like, them yeah. losing the house and everything and have and wanting to move yeah. to america or anything like that was bad i just think like most of it until like i mean the stuff once they get to america is pretty fun mm -hmm. but like everything in between the actual wedding and them getting to america <laughs> is like really kind of boring and there's like nothing yeah. really funny going on there's nothing really interesting going on uh, I mean, you still have, like, fun, like, cinematography and stuff like that. Like, all the set design stuff is there. And there, there's occasionally a good joke, but that's easily the, like, least interesting yeah. stretch of the movie. But back to the question you yeah. actually asked. Uh, I think, like, the, the way the cast bounces off of each other is really fun. And I think it yeah. even goes beyond just, like, the three of them. I think they can carry like a scene really really well like yeah. bouncing between like the count and herman and lily yeah. it's really fun i really enjoyed that it's funny it's engaging i like their different dynamics and all of their chemistry but i think their chemistry like it extends to even the rest of like the side cast absolutely like, I mean, yeah even even scientist man and floop and all of that yeah. like they're really fun and feel like really <laughs> really good chemistry with all of the cast okay i just want to take a second to appreciate the fact that uh the like mad scientist has a like borderland style <laughs> shot in the movie <laughs> like i expected it to cut to a character introduction for him <laughs> i love i love those little Dude, insert that, shots that, that cut the mad scientist cut literally could have you just put, put the little exactly, name title card the, from borderlands Dude. <laughs> i the first time we watched it i was like dude this could Dude, be he's pretty much 
much just a Borderlands character, though. It really is. Really, the whole movie. Like, the entire Transylvania <laughs> could just be Borderlands if Borderlands had monsters. Right. Halloween Borderlands. Which which is uh, enough to say that the Borderlands <laughs> movie, being that they're doing one, which is stupid, get Rob Zombie to direct. Get Rob Zombie That would be good. I would, have, I would have faith. <laughs> Rob Zombie is crazy enough to make a Borderlands movie work. I don't think anybody else in the world you is. Know, you know that's fair. I'd I'd, I'd sign on for that. I know? don't. I don't think anyone else in the world could pull <laughs> off a Borderlands movie. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, my opinion on the the performances in this. Like I said, I really love uh, Herman. Like his physicality is great. Um, also. Uh, the makeup in this movie is phenomenal too. Like even yeah. though it, it achieves its look so well, it feels like very intentional. Even though it does look like TV makeup, you know. Yeah. No, um, I mean, I yeah. think I think that makeup extends to like like everybody in Transylvania has that same kind of vibe to it. Yeah. And even the sets and everything, like I mentioned, feel very low budget, so it kind of adds to that too, and it makes this very kind of like immersive, weird. <laughs> fake but like cool feeling like fake but like real fake it's feeling. funny it's funny because orlock i think has like the best quote best looking makeup <laughs> right orlock <laughs> like, he's like the biggest joke in the whole movie right orlock looks like he could be in like a legitimate nosferatu movie <laughs> right uh, but yeah no i really love herman um i love like the stuff he does with his face is so funny like just, he's like Marlon Brando in The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> he's acting with his mouth, like, <laughs> and I can appreciate that. <laughs> turns out, turns out, uh, Herman Monster is akin to uh, The Godfather. Very good. <laughs> it's like comparing Rob Zombies and the Monsters to The Godfather. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, I mentioned Lily's like my least favorite. I think I. I like the idea of where her character is like coming from, like the performance and everything. Um, Cause it feels very evocative of like a TV show performance, which is nice. Like she, she kind of nailed the physicality for that, especially like with her hands and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. None of like, not all of her jokes landed for me. Well, not all of her jokes landed, well, but yeah. I loved her deliveries. Like her deliveries were good, but it feels a little like one noted, if that makes sense. <laughs> like it's not bad. Says the guy who's like Herman. <laughs> Herman. Well, he has a pretty wide range of jokes in this movie, you know? I mean, his entire bit is that his jokes are bad and he's loud. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know. It With Herman, I'm never bored, you know? With Lily, like... I was never bored with Lily. Her stuff is good, and I, like, can appreciate how, like, much uh, the actress commits to it. But, like, I don't know. I was never, like, totally captured when she was on screen, which is, like, I Ooh. thought it was a shame because, like, I loved the Ooh. other two main cast members. Get off the stage. The Count, the count is so much fun. The Count is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Count's a weird character, though, because, like, I don't know. See, that's the thing. That's the thing with this movie that kind of bothers me at the end of the uh -huh. day, is that everything, because I guess it's tied to the TV show, mm -hmm. ends up feeling kind of weird. Well, a, um, a lot of the plot elements feel a little, like, arbitrary, like, because they don't have, like, a reason to exist specifically for the plot of the movie. Yeah. A lot of the time. Like, not a lot of the time. Some of the time. Yeah. And I think that is the reason it feels kind of weird. From, yeah, because, like, this is very much made with the TV show in mind. Yes. Um, and, like <laughs> like you said, you could clearly feel that Rob Zombie is, a, like, a huge fan of the monsters. Right. Um... <laughs> 
but like as somebody who's never seen the monsters i have no, no i have no clue any of any of that um the movie kind of, it pulls it off surprisingly well for right? having the plot like it does but it still feels kind of like you're not really doing anything for any particular reason besides checking off boxes of a tv show which you know like i i tip my hat to the writers you know like they they managed to create like such a interesting story and like such a funny movie even though they like this is one of the best examples of like a prequel i've yeah, seen i was about to say but despite that yeah it's still really really engaging and really funny mm-hmm. throughout there are only a couple times where i'm like well Ugh, yeah exactly. and that's again more, mainly toward the end after they get married because then there's nothing really yeah driving like, the plot because the romance it has been the motivating force for the entire movie and then yeah. they just kind of like they just kind of take that like suspense out of the movie and it it waters it down a little bit but you still are left with like a bunch of really good bits yeah and a great cast and like i i mentioned stylistic flourishes earlier flourishes flourishes, flourishes. i don't know <laughs> dude, um, dude the camera work and i and love the lighting i love the cinematography the and the lighting is so much fun the editing is a lot of fun too <laughs> Like, not not every cut worked for me, but I really appreciated how, like, this movie kind of swings through the fences, and, you know? No, and I think it's, it's editing. It's good. I think it's editing, honestly, helps it a lot in terms yeah. of, like, not ever feeling boring. Yeah. Because I feel like if you would have filmed this in a traditional way, <laughs> edited this in a traditional way, like, given this to somebody else other than Rob Zombie, um, it would be kind of boring. Like, same plot, oh, same, exa- sure, same yeah. exact script. I feel like it would, could be kind of boring. Oh, just because easily. part of what makes this work so well is how visually engaging it is always. It, it is. Like, you could watch... It, this is one of those movies that you could watch with the sound off and still get a bunch out of and, like, still laugh at, you know? Because it, it just... It does a really good job of telling its jokes and everything, like, visually. Yeah, no, actually, one thing I was going to mention uh, both times when watching it, especially during the beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, this is just, like... Like, they tell a lot of these jokes, like, like it's live-action Spongebob. Right. <laughs> like, with the sound of it, like, sound effects and cut-ins. Yeah, and, maybe. Like, the physicality of everything. And just, like, I was like, this is, like, live-action Spongebob, the way they're delivering these jokes. It really, it really kind of is, which is high praise, you know? Yeah, no. Uh, early Spongebob, early Spongebob. Early Spongebob, early Spongebob, guys. <laughs> Gotta specify. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, if I'm talking about Spongebob, I'm talking about seasons one through five. Good stuff, man. Um, but yeah, the lighting itself, lots of colored lights, which Good. seems to become rarer and rarer nowadays for some reason. I like colored lights. Who doesn't like colored lights? And this is one of the few times that I've actually seen colored lights like work really well, you know? Yeah. Like they add a lot of visual clarity, which usually when you get like someone who wants to use colored lights, they'd want to do it because it looks cool, but this actually adds like a lot of dim- like dimension in the frames. Say, a lot themselves. of times a lot of times when people use colored lighting, they just kind of bathe yeah, the whole they, scene in colored lighting exactly. and it ends up looking more just like almost suffocating to the frame. Exactly. Whereas this I don't know how they pulled it off, honestly. The lighting looks really great, but they used very dynamic colored lighting. Yeah. To where it's constantly... You constantly can tell that light is shining in a specific way. It's not just there. It's... And something that always blows me away, it's always so clear to its, like, geography, despite how, like oddly it's shot sometimes like you always know exactly where people are because it's lit and like staged so well it's yeah kind of impressive really. honestly honestly 
uh, you saying staged, even though yeah. that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm saying, <laughs> kind of makes me think it's it's lit very similar to a stage. Mm-hmm. They it's, always they they always like the background separate from the actors in this usually, yeah. which is good. <laughs> um, no, no, it works yeah. really well for this. It looks great. Um, yeah. I have a question, Robbie. Yes. What is your favorite, uh, uh, I could say, scene or comedic bit? (laughs) I have an answer already, which is surprising. (laughs) I don't usually have something. Um, And it has to be the I Got You Babe montage. It's so good. (laughs) There's, like, so many good bits in there. You got Uncle Gilman. Uncle Gilman. You got, like, a surprisingly great cover of I Got You Babe. (laughs) You You got so many, like, just amazingly funny bits smushed into, like, one and a half minutes, you know? good stuff <laughs> you know for some reason my answer for this and i have no idea why uh-huh. is uh herman like the sequence of herman performing at the club i love that i love his performance and that is i think good, it's fun that's a good hilarious scene. and also really good i would buy that album if it sounded like that i would buy that album micah you can go buy um, the soundtrack for the movie the bits are really funny in there um, right and uh orlock makes an appearance again dude uh, <laughs> and i don't know like i just really it was really visually engaging and i just i I have no particular reason other than just I had a lot of fun during that scene. I will say maybe a runner-up is the um, TV debut for Herman. That's such a, that's a really good scene. <laughs> that is good. No, I, I mean, like, the way this movie is structured, there are so many just good one-off bit scenes. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, man, you could just pick so many. Like, there's right. just so many funny things that happen in this <laughs> But yeah, it's it's good stuff, man. Like I don't know, I don't know what they were, I don't know what they were doing. They were like, we're gonna make a monsters movie, and then we're gonna make it really good. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not, Ruby. We need somebody in the we need somebody in the booth who disagrees. We need we need the negative take. Getting the, the call lines are open. Call it. <laughs> if you call in and slander the monsters, I will be sad. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we need to start doing, Ruby. We need to start recording like like broadcasting live and uh, doing live callers. So people can refute our takes. Exactly. We're, re- we're recording into a bubble. Exactly. <laughs> no one will disagree with us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, is there any other questions you wanted to ask? I don't know, Ruby. Is there any other questions you wanted to ask? Uh, sure. Uh, what did you think of the employment of CGI in this movie? Because there's a lot of practical effects. Most most of the movie is uh, a lot of makeup and good costuming and stuff. But there are quite a few uh, CGI elements, too. A lot of scurrying things. And Spot I is, think... like, totally CG for most of it. Except for, like, that one shot. <laughs> I think the CGI works just fine. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's it's very necessary for the budget they had. Yeah. And... I would um, say so. I d- it's hardly even like noticeable. Like I mean, it's noticeable, obviously, if it's you noticeable. see something CGI. Like it's clearly CGI because yes. it's not that great. But I'm saying with the production that they're going for, it never stands out as being like, oh, there's CGI. Yeah, I never found it to be like. <laughs> Uh, mismatched with the other effects. Yeah, I was about to say the practical effects in here are really goofy. They're really fun yeah. and over the top and like ridiculous. I think th- I think the castle exterior shot is really the only one that kind of pains me a little bit. <laughs> mm, uh, I would say only specifically when he's like walking up though. 
Oh no, I'm talking like the ultra wide shot where you can see like the whole cast yeah, and everything. I don't care about that. Like I don't care for that. Like I'm like <laughs> yeah, I mean that I could I see it. it was, not being... I thought it was just like yeah, that's it's fine. The whatever. castle because I don't know the CGI backgrounds and everything never really bothered me much, and like the budget is clear on that and like i don't know it fit the vibe of everything else like i was like yeah, that's, oh, yeah that's a bad cgi castle but like <laughs> this is a goofy little set where they have like like if it didn't have real sets i think it would bother me yeah um but because they have these goofy really engaging and interesting sets paired with goofy cgi exteriors i think it like made like a really fun vibe like i i wouldn't i wouldn't want almost them to have like good cgi backgrounds that's yeah that's a fair that's a fair point um I, I will say I really appreciate like the design and like overall vibe of the sound stages stages yes probably stages <laughs> for this movie like if they would have shot anything on location I think it kind of would have sucked no man, like oddly I love, enough I love this I mean I'm sure I'm sure there's probably like a handful of scenes that were on location somewhere. Um, but they they blend pretty well with the rest of the movie. I love the sets, man. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. Um, the like just, production I was design, say, just about anything around Transylvania is just so much fun. <laughs> I love I love Orlocks, <laughs> <laughs> like home. It's the so street. Good. <laughs> it's very convenient. It's so yeah, funny, dude. It's very convenient. Very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, shout out to Orlock for real. One of the best characters. <laughs> maybe ever who knows uh no i yeah i really i really liked it like i like the cgi rats i thought were funny like, i i do i, thought I the laugh CGI, like worked i really laugh well. whatever the cgi rats come on screen because i was about to say like the cgi is bad yeah it's low budget but like i i don't know it worked yeah. for me yeah no i just wanted to see what you thought of it because like really the castle shots really the only one that it bothered me at all and even then like it's not like Oh no, it looks bad. What am I gonna do? <laughs> you know. Um uh any other any other notes, Micah? Hmm. We're about to reach the half hour mark for the pod. The pod. The pod <laughs> Uh I don't know. Like there's this is an interesting one to discuss because yeah. unlike unlike a lot of the movies that we have trouble finding a lot of depth to discuss into where it's like, oh man, every element of this is perfect. So, like, what is there to say? This one is just a very simple movie. Like, it's a very simple There's movie. not much <laughs> yeah. to it. So, I guess my question would be, what do you think of the plot? Like, how the plot plays out in its entirety? I mean, we've mentioned, really, like, my biggest problem with it is the fact that the story kind of pivots halfway through. Um, and I, I think I'll stand by that that's probably, like, the worst thing about this movie. Yeah. Uh, which you know, even then, it doesn't it doesn't suck. You know, no, like it's no. it's pretty good. Um, but like just the general plot, I think the romance makes for such a, like a fun uh, focus for this movie. Yeah, it's like especially given the setting and everything, it it's it's a nice touch. I like it a lot. Um, I really like the idea of like keeping the grave robbers and everything and the scientists like in the plot. I think that's a fun like idea i love how uh like natural herman and lily's uh chemistry is which i know that's not entirely like story stuff but all, all of the like activities and scenes between them feel very like natural and good yeah uh as for like one like the post-wedding stuff um i think it 
it, it enters kind of an interesting territory because, like you said, a lot of that stuff's kind of boring because the plot's not really doing much of anything. Like, it's mostly just kind of filler bits and stuff. Yeah, I was about to say in that section. And, and one of my biggest complaints about that section yeah. too is after after Herman gets married. <laughs> He's like, they don't use And it's not that he couldn't. Like, it's really weird. Yeah. But they don't use him for nearly as, like, I don't know. I feel like that he's not as nearly as funny afterwards. He's you still changed. Pretty, you changed, bro. He's still pretty funny when he gets to, like, America. Yeah. But, like, for a bit there, even, like, like even when they're traveling around. Um, <laughs> the in, Paris in stuff Paris, is pretty funny. I feel like he yeah. isn't as funny. Yeah. Like, he's not pulling. He's not. His performance is almost isn't as good and engaging during a lot of that stuff. I feel like I'm just not connected to him much during that. Yeah, no, the Paris stuff is probably some of the weaker stuff here. But I really I really do like like the suburban stuff that we get at yeah, near the to end. Say, the stuff in America is still fun. Cuz I think it's a I think it's a fun way to like end the movie. Um not even just from like a prequel perspective. I think it's a I think it's a fun idea for like the end of this movie, whether or not it was connected to other monsters stuff. Yeah, I think I think disconnected from other monster stuff, I wish they would have given it a more like a little bit more like this is the end of the movie. Yeah. Like because as is, it's kind of like, oh, we're in America. Oh, man. Oh, oh, boy. The, the <laughs> Halloween monsters. Oh, man. And now it's, they're humans. And then well that's the end <laughs> uh i will say i think the human sequence is pretty funny it is <laughs> again the filmmaking the yep. camera use yeah the no, editing. It's, it's good <laughs> but yeah no i think it's a really fun really engaging like i don't know it's just a good movie like it's, a good it's, movie. it's it has a lot of qualities that i really enjoy in it it's goofy it's very halloween feeling right it's got a really really fun production like design and execution um and i really enjoy the main actors so, yeah like it, it's a fun time what else is there with the monsters you know i'm scared now micah what if uh netflix keeps pumping out like halloween classics <laughs> we got hubie halloween that rocks we got the monsters now there and that go. rocks yeah. with what's going on it's, they make <laughs> they make the good the good halloween movies the good, halloween movies. The good stupid comedy halloween movies apparently they just need to they just need to give uh more money to uh any comedic director who wants to make a movie <laughs> halloween themed of course but yeah is there anything else you want to add oh not really no i feel like i feel like i've covered my my range of thoughts on the monsters yeah because again despite it being a long movie which i think is probably it one is of a little the things long, that, yeah. that cuts against it is how long it is i actively felt like it should be over by the time we were getting to the end mm -hmm. um like we like they were on the plane to america and there was like almost 20 minutes left yeah and i was like what <laughs> yeah no it's, um, it's a bit long but for sure uh, despite it being a, a little bit long like it's very it's very straightforward it's very simple it's a very like it's a very tv show feeling plot yeah in terms of just you have all these different side plots they all directly tie into each other in this very just not very straightforward not very methodical way they just kind of run into each other via character stuff yeah um and then you've got a resolution that's like ah, that's the resolution uh, <laughs> which still works pretty darn well and i really enjoy the performances the bits the production the story yeah. the atmosphere the lighting the music 
It's good stuff, man. Like it's it's a it's a good movie. It's the, just a solid movie. <laughs> yeah, the editing, the, the yeah, I don't know. I really really liked this, and I had never again I had never seen a Rob Zombie thing or a Monsters thing. No, I mean that. I guess that's a testament to its quality. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I think it might have increased uh, our enjoyment. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if we had watched the Monsters, because like everybody I know who's like a big Monsters fan is like, eh, it's all right. Yeah. Except for, like, a couple people who are like, yeah, this really feels like it loves the monsters. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. Go watch it. It's on Netflix Again, I give it a four out of five. I also give it a four out of five. Very, very fun. Very fun. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, though, I will add, too, we watched this, like, actually back-to-back. Like, we watched it twice for the podcast. Yeah. Back-to-back. Um, it's a bit odd. I've never done that um, with a movie before. I've done that with a movie before, but um, I think that goes to, like a testament to it. That still on the second viewing, it was really fun. Still, like it's yeah. that plays to the fact that I do think its comedic bits and timing and pacing work pretty well for ninety percent of the movie. <laughs> right. Um, the fact that you can watch it back to back and it still be fun. Absolutely. Uh, but without further ado, let's let's go over some of the other stuff we watched this without week. Without further ado, presenting Act. <laughs> all right so for those of you who do not know or have never made it this far into the podcast uh the what we watch segment is a little thing we do at the end where we talk about everything we've watched since the week prior um we just share some brief thoughts and our rating yes and just it's just a fun little section to talk about what we've been what we've been into what we suggest watching and what our opinions are. Yes. Uh, so we're going from the third. Uh, we recorded the Scream episode 3rd. on the second. Um, and on the third, I watched Chill Out, Scooby-Doo. Um, <laughs> Chill Out. <laughs> which is a pretty fun Scooby-Doo movie. I enjoyed it. It's got some fun elements. Uh, it's not perfect by any means. I think it's pretty mediocre as Scooby-Doo movies go. There's nothing that particularly makes it memorable. But there's nothing that particularly makes it bad either. It's a pretty acceptable Scooby-Doo movie. The most annoying thing about it, unfortunately, is yet again, because it's newer, new Velma is just still still annoying in this one it's it's sad um but uh i i still enjoyed it quite a bit and i gave it a three out of five there you go then on the fourth i watched muppets haunted mansion it was a rewatch we did an episode on it a whole episode on muppets haunted mansion is really fun i don't understand not liking it i actually like it for a lot of very similar reasons to the why i like the monsters it's very good Um, (laughs) it also has a lot of fun sets and bad cgi right um but i gave it a four to five i i very much suggest it uh then i watched dark knight of the scarecrow um oh, which yeah. is uh which is like a like a like a b movie horror movie um and it was pretty fun it had some fun elements fun acting fun creature design it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but I wasn't expecting the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> My biggest complaint, just with, like, not, like, from a plot level, but just because, like, what the... My biggest point of what the movie is that we actually get is that we don't get to see the Scarecrow move more because he's very cool looking. Uh, <laughs> I gave it a three out of five. Uh, then on the fourth, Rebby, what did we watch? We watched Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the 13th Ghost. Yeah. Which is like a legacy sequel to legacy sequel. The, the old show. To the old Curse of the 13th Ghost show. 
Yeah, it's, it's like, what is it? Like the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo yeah, or something? 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Yes. Um, which this one's very interesting. Um, it is interesting. I don't like that they do that thing. Um, it really bothers me. And, and and I'll say that this is one of the Scooby-Doo movies that I like more. Like, this is one of my favorite I think it's a lot of fun, movies yeah. that we've had. But I really don't like that thing after watching this <laughs> and Return to Zombie Island, which are in the same run of Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. But I don't like this thing where they have like a writing problem with the fact that there were real monsters in older Scooby-Doo works. <laughs> like both this right. and the Sinstrom one are kind of half on the train of like, like is like, like this and uh, return to zombie Island. I will say, cause like curse of the 13th ghost, um, well the, the 13th ghost of Scooby-Doo, like the ghosts are real yeah. and all of the Sinstrom runs, the monsters are real. And in return to zombie Island, Velma's like, that can't be real. And they kind of half imply <laughs> that it isn't. And in this one, Velma's like, that can't be real. And they kind of half imply that it isn't. Um, yeah. And neither of them do they fully commit to that. They're, they still leave it to like, oh, a little it could, ambiguous. It could be real. But yeah. I don't like the concept of them trying to disprove that it was real when like they lived through it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I know Velma wasn't there for... <laughs> 13th ghost but like still it's weird i don't like that element um but 13th ghost is a, a lot of fun um yeah i really liked uh vincent van Gogh. he might be my favorite part of this movie <laughs> yeah vincent van Gogh is really fun the locations are fun uh the animation is pretty fun in this one it's not my favorite animation style no but i think they use the physicality pretty well it's good yeah um I think it's really engaging. I think the the plot structure is great. I love I love seeing like a little bit of a different role for for Daphne and everything. Mm-hmm. Like she really shines in this movie, um, and Scooby and Shaggy are really fun in this movie. Um, which again, Scooby, Shaggy, Daphne, <laughs> Van Gogh, you, you know, just the, the actual person. Yeah. They are or the actual thirteenth ghost cast. Uh, is really fun. I wish we would have gotten more from Flim Flam. He's just kind of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I wish we would have gotten Scrappy. Oh, it's Scrappy, dude. He's the he's the best. <laughs> he's the best character. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, it was it was one of the more enjoyable Scooby Doo movies on the whole. I give it a four to five. As did I. Uh, then on the fifth, we watched Big Top Scooby Doo. Big Top Scooby Doo. Uh, which which pretty much in my mind falls into kind of the same category as Chill Out Scooby Doo. As being fine, I think it's I think it's pretty it's, good. It's fun. No, it's it's yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's good. I still don't like the wolf design in this, like the werewolf design. Yeah, it's I don't weird. know why. It just feels so like removed from the rest of the animation. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of this doesn't really work for me on a stylistic thing. I'm not a big circus kind of guy. Um, I can't believe you don't just, like the circus. It's just not that engaging of a location <laughs> for me. Uh, and I don't think they use it for much interesting. So I think yet again, this this really does run into like it's it's funny, it's fun, it's entertaining, but there's nothing really memorable about it, and there's nothing that would make me come back to it. That's fair. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever give it like a rewatch or anything. But I I, I think it um I think it was fun. I think it had a lot of like good scenes. I liked I like actually liked the mystery of it quite a bit. Um, it's not the best I've seen, obviously, but it's pretty good. I don't know. I gave it. A, I gave it a three and a half out of five. See, I feel like it's such a. I feel like it's such a stereotypical circus story. It is. It is. Like, oh, there's something. Sure. There's something going on in the circus. Which one of these disgruntled circus people <laughs> is the culprit? And it's like, oh, but they could. They're all. They're all disgruntled circus people. <laughs> Maybe it's because the circus is not a very healthy working environment. <laughs> but I give it a three out of five. 
Uh, there you go. You did it. What did, um, you, what did you give her, Rebby? I already said I gave it a oh. uh, three and a half out of five. Oh. And then on the uh, seventh, we we hunkered down and we rented the uh, new Scooby Doo movie, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat, Scooby Doo, which I was very excited about this one. Yeah. Um, and I was I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, I know a lot of people aren't the biggest fan of this and the direction it takes it because it's very different for a Scooby Doo thing. It is, like, yeah. Especially, especially from a movie standpoint. Modern, yeah, the more modern movie run, feel, it, this feels very different. Um, this feels very, like, Cartoon Network in comparison. Yeah. Um, not that, like, the other Scooby-Doo movies wouldn't be Cartoon Network. Technically, they are Cartoon Network. But this <laughs> feels like a Cartoon Network show. Yeah, like a Kind show. of feel. Um, and I think it works really well in this context. Like, it could have been bad, obviously. Oh, it could Cartoon yeah. Network doesn't mean good. Um <laughs> But, like, I think it works really well. Like, I was really excited with this. It felt very lively. It felt funny. It felt engaging. I really liked the art direction. Like, like I said, I put it in my review that I left, but I felt, like, excited about this. Because almost all of the new Scooby-Doo movies have gotten me very, like, uh... It has a... Most of the modern Scooby-Doo movies have a very bland, like, 2000s... Yeah, they feel like- art style they feel like they have nothing to offer because yeah. they feel like they're not even like yeah they have the same art style as the 2000s and they feel like they're doing the exact same thing as we've been doing all throughout the 2000s and the 2010s yeah um but like this movie feels like it has a new life for scooby-doo it, it feels does. like it loves scooby-doo and it feels like it understands how to make it funny again how to make it interesting again while not like divulging too much from being scooby-doo i honestly think that like the amount of creativity behind this it, it could have been like one of the best scooby-doo movies ever if it had a bit of a higher budget i was about to say though this, <laughs> this has a very low animation budget and you can tell, you can tell. the animation is extremely <laughs> inconsistent and extremely like low like depth i guess i was about to say um, i love i love like the fact that they go back to doing like paintings for some of the backgrounds and i was everything. about to say i love the designs yeah of the characters i love the general this. look of this movie but the way like everything moves and feels can it, it just feels cheap if, yeah. they, if it had had a higher budget i think i would have liked it a little bit more which again is really funny because coco's animation is like absolutely insane <laughs> well i like, think it a lot really of it good a lot of it is like copied from other stuff it's, which <laughs> is really funny to me because then, like, all the other characters move and it looks, like, you know, relatively the same. And then she's got, like, this amazing fluent animation. And <laughs> right. I'm like, it looks great. But, like, why does everybody else look so much more stiff? Yeah, I think it's uh, funny. But I really loved it. Like, yeah. it really just made me excited after watching how many Scooby-Doo movies I had. Um, again, I said I had watched 45 other Scooby-Doo movies up to this point. And yeah. as for modern Scooby-Doo, that was the first one that got me excited for Scooby-Doo again. Right. Now, this it's so good. Uh, I gave it a 4 to 5. I also gave it a 4 out of 5. Uh, then on the 7th, we went and we watched Smile. We went out to the theater, baby. We went to the theater on my birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> wow. Thank you. It's, yeah. Um, uh, smile. <laughs> one of the actually probably quote-unquote scariest movies I've seen in theaters. I think it's the most on edge I've been in a theater, um, you know? Which I know this movie does not work for everybody. <laughs> uh, again, the top review is jump scare the movie. I mean, it and is. And I think that's very, like, like that's a fair thing to say to the movie. There's so many jump <laughs> There's scares. There's so many. Um, <laughs> that's like the whole thing. But I never really thought, like, because a lot of people are like, oh, jump scares are kind of a cheap way to do horror. And in most instances, I would say yeah, that they are. Yeah, I would tend to agree um, a lot of the time. But I think, honestly, it works pretty darn well in cultivating atmosphere here. It if does. It didn't, if it didn't keep me constantly engaged in, in memorable atmosphere here, 
then I would agree. Because one of the biggest things with jump scares is that they're very like, whoa, that was scary, and you forget about it. Yeah. But I didn't forget about anything in this I was about to say, the jump scares in this feel like almost haunting in a way, which is exactly what I want from a jump scare, you know? I was about to say, the jump scares (laughs) get under my skin a bit more in this movie to where I'm, after a jump scare, A, I remember it, and B, I'm like, this could happen again anytime. Dude. Like, you're in the entire movie, you're like very paranoid. We were halfway through the movie, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if I can stomach another, like, (laughs) like 40 minutes of this, you know, like... (laughs) It was, it, it's intense. I like it. I though. will say it's not my favorite plot in the world. No. Because I, I think like the horror stuff in it, like the jump scares and the filmmaking actually behind the horror stuff is really fun. I love the cinematography um, and editing in this. Yeah, I really like good. the, I really like the filmmaking, the, but the plot is kind of, it's kind of basic yeah. and simple and a little annoying it in feels, some ways. It feels a little expository, yeah, which is little, not not something you want for a horror movie. It feels a little expository. It feels like it goes through a lot of the motions of this kind of horror thing. Like, you could tell that this is a first-time screenwriter working on this. Yeah. Which, you know, um, solid debut, I gotta no, say. No, very solid debut, but, like, that's, that's probably my least favorite part. Um, yeah. And it's not even bad. It's just, like, very basic. Yeah. It's, like... It's like every every haunt. It's like how every haunted like or not haunted, but like a possessed house movie mm. is pretty much just like cut and paste the Conjuring. <laughs> yeah, man, Conjuring's so good. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, um, but I gave Smile a four out of five. I loved I, it. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Oh my! <laughs> uh, also on the seventh, I logged Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, the show. I, uh, yeah, the show. I finished. <laughs> well that's why it's well, yeah, yeah. Genesis Evangelion uh, but I finished the show on my birthday uh, happy birthday I cannot <laughs> begin to discuss my thoughts on this in a brief way every every thought would be very not brief you're already uh, discussing your thoughts it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty chonky show in terms of like yeah craft and everything but it's craft is absolutely brilliant there's a reason it's an anime classic um certified anime classic. i think i think what it goes for is absolutely insanely ambitious and it makes me sad that it was cut down in the end but i think honestly the ending two episodes work extremely well um there you go and it's just really really engaging and the way they build everything is really fun and the characters are really interesting and the way it discusses like trauma and depression is super cool uh and i loved it i give it a five out of five uh then the next the next day the very next morning very next morning uh, i woke up and i watched first thing in the morning neon genesis evangelion the end of evangelion which is a bad way to start your morning but it's a great movie like it's like would not recommend (laughs) would not recommend watching that first thing in the morning but it's a fantastic movie it somehow feels more ambitious than the show ever did which i mean it's got a much bigger budget than the show um and you know an entire movie runtime it looks cool man (laughs) to do what it does but its animation is absolutely gorgeous and i like that it definitely fills in a lot of gaps that are missing in the show yeah um though i will say i I would say my biggest complaint with it is without the without the show like like if if you don't watch the last context of this it is not my favorite way to end the show. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot more gross and a lot more depressing way to end the show than the actual show ends. I see. Um, which I mean is fine. That's that's good. It's it's like Shinji's a, a bad person. <laughs> Objectively a bad person. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's still like it, it's still not as I don't know. 
for the themes and message of what the show is going for, I feel like you need the last two episodes of the show for it to work well. Uh, there you go. But that being said, as one collective piece of media, um, the show and Indy Evangelion, um, crazy. Strong 10. Five, five out of five, 10 out of 10. Beautiful, <laughs> outstanding, wouldn't change a thing. Nice. Um, I can't wait to breath, watch it, dude. Breathtaking, literally. <laughs> I sat in, like, stunned silence for, like, an hour after I finished both the show and End of Evangelion. There you go. Fantastic stuff. Uh, also, on the 8th, I watched Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island, which was very bad. It was bad. I have no thoughts. Actively bad. It was very bad. Actively Sad. bad. Actively bad towards Zombie Island, which is the best Scooby-Doo movie. It's so good. Um, so don't watch it. Steer clear. <laughs> Steer uh, clear. I gave it a one and a half out of five. All right. Um, and then on the eighth, we watched uh, the new Marvel project, Werewolf, Werewolf by, Night. by Night, directed by Michael Giacchino. My my man. Um, <laughs> he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite like filmmaking artists out there today. You know, I'm so glad that he like took a stab at directing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is and this good. is really fun. Like, yeah. it's not it's not anything crazy. <laughs> Uh, it's it, it feels half-baked. It feels very half-baked. Which I find it funny that I, we both used that term in our review. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the 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 ideas are there. I feel like mm-hmm. Giacchino's direction is fun. Yeah. I, I like the actors, but like the story is just it just is not there. It, it needed more time for one. It needs it needs to let a lot of its moments breathe. I was about to say, and it just needs more of an idea of what it wants to do, what yeah. it wants to be. It kind of runs into that Marvel thing, where like its tone isn't fully there no and especially being that we don't have the time to establish anything more i think it's even more like just evident that the tone does not work well they should have just made it a movie um like i don't know why i mean technically it is a movie it is a movie but Um, it's not a marvel movie yeah i wish they would have made it i wish they would have given it a full they should have given it like an hour 40 runtime or something so they could fully explore everything and i think if they fleshed out the plot and like kept giacchino's direction and everything this could be really really great it it could could be be one of the best marvel yeah i was about to say it could be one of the best Um, or the best marvel movie but but instead it's just like oh that's kind of that's fun it's fun yeah that's yeah that's a thing i watched um i really loved the uh cinematography no yeah the cinematography and the production that's what I'm saying. Design. the cinematography production design direction all of that is some of like i think the best we've seen in the mcu in a while yeah but like it's just like the 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 story is not there <laughs> it's not there yeah. <laughs> there's just the no characters story. the characters do not work the characters well. are there there hardly are any characters that's like if it weren't for the performance this being somewhat engaging this thing would just be a, sl- a slog to get through absolutely um but, but think, it's still pretty fun yeah i was about to say in its current form i think it's pretty good i gave it a uh, three and a half out of five i give it a three out of five uh, and then I watched the monsters. Then we watched the monsters twice. Twice. I didn't. I didn't log <laughs> it two times because we didn't like watch the last like ten minutes or so the first time. So I just logged it as one thing. But yeah, so did I. Yeah, because we didn't. Fully yeah, we didn't. It. We didn't fully. I put. A, it. I put at the front of my review. Watched twice in a row for the podcast. Watched um, like one in. Th- but there was like ten minutes left when we stopped. Yeah, no, it's. But it's I didn't care enough to like log it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what we watched. That's what we watched. Some good stuff. Some I, good stuff. I actually rated like most of the stuff we watched over this past week, like a four. Yeah. A three and a half or a four. Go watch some good Scooby-Doo movies. Um, uh, go watch Smile if that seems like your yeah. scene, you know? It was good. I would say go watch Evangelion, but like I, I wouldn't inherently <laughs> suggest it 
if you know what you're getting into and like it seems like a thing you'd like then yeah. go watch it because it's a very i feel like it's a very acquired taste um but uh yeah fantastic project like as a, as a piece of art i think it is outstanding cool um i think trick-or-treat scooby-doo trick-or-treat scooby-doo is also great. great go watch that go support new scooby-doo also go watch the monsters quite yeah go watch the monsters we, we've we've Form gone our own opinions see if you like it or if you hate it and maybe because we've never seen the monsters <laughs> we're wrong maybe, maybe we're wrong it's happened before. maybe our experiences are completely invalid it's true it could be it could be <laughs> we don't we wouldn't even know we wouldn't know <laughs> how would we know <laughs> uh thanks for listening guys we'll be yeah. back at you next week for scream 2 scream 2 electric boogaloo electric boogaloo